0: A few years ago, I was being interviewed on my first book. My first book is called The Spark, Igniting Your Best Life. And I was on Karen Curry Parker's podcast, Quantum Conversations. And towards the end of the interview, she says to me, so what, what's next for you? What are you thinking of? And I said, well, I feel like I have a new book coming through because I'm stopping at stoplights. I'm writing on scraps of paper, little ideas, something's happening. So we get done with the interview and she says to me, you know, I have a business partner and we own a publishing company and we'd like to publish your next book. Oh, that's amazing. It was so incredible. And so I meet, she says, I'm going to introduce you to her and you guys can jump on a Zoom call.
1: Isn't it crazy though, how those things just kind of organically line up sometimes in life to where it's like, I can't believe this, you know, like it it just so weird. Um, it's just one of those organic things that kind of just blows your mind. Like, wow, thank God I did this. And that I was there because if not, I would have lost out on a huge, huge, huge opportunity.
0: Totally. I mean, serendipity, right, is phenomenal and how these things really do line up in everyone's life. I mean, if people notice serendipity showed up over and over again. And when I met Michelle Vandepass the next day, her, Co-business partner. Um, I'm telling her kind of my story. And she goes, Oh my God, Stephanie. She's like, You are fierce. You are fierce. And right then it dropped in. I'm like, oh my God, the title of this book is Becoming Fierce. And ironically, one of the chapters is called What Serendipity Got to Do with It? Yeah,
1: there you go. There you go. <laughs> that is uh that's cool. So, okay, you explain kind of what it means to be fierce. Now, again, this is a business podcast. So how does that serve us in the business community becoming fierce?
0: Yeah, because I think oftentimes what happens is that part part of what Becoming Fierce talks about is finding our voices, having your own voice, communication. There's a chapter on healing the gap between us. We, you know, we've got it. And one is about how to take your power, understanding your relationship with power, because oftentimes it's not that we're so much in our big ego, like I'm better than you. A lot of times we're in that small ego that says I'm not enough. And so, you know, becoming fierce and especially in business, I think these are essential qualities. We're not going to be successful in business if we're playing small. We're not going to be successful in business if we don't have... Go bigger or go home. Heck yeah, that's right. You know, so it's, we, we've got to be able, and again, it's not an ego thing. It's a literally cultivating, number one, an inner relationship with yourself. And I, you know, I really refer to it as befriending yourself. And it's, you know, we all hear that old cliche, oh, just love yourself, be your own best friend. But we all know it's not that easy. But if we want to be successful, it's got to start right there. Again, it's that inside job, right? So it's how do you begin to excavate that authentic you? And I really feel like it's the most important journey that we can take. Establishing our own voice, having that relationship with ourselves, having good commun- you know, communication skills, knowing how to build community. And so we show up in our fierceness. Now, our fierceness, ironically, too, is also sometimes having the courage to be vulnerable. Right. It's it's people hide it so well. It doesn't take a lot of bravery to hide where you feel vulnerable.
1: I don't know if I agree with the feeling vulnerable more than I think it would be empathetic is what I would say for me personally. Like. Uh, I'm putting my guard down, not because I'm trying to be vulnerable, but I'm trying to be empathetic to the situation, person or whatever it may be. So I don't know. Maybe there's synonymous in what we're talking about, but you'd be the judge of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they are. Because when you say empathy, moving into that place of empathy, the moment that we let our guard down that actually is stepping into vulnerability. It's not that you're there and being the bleeding heart and saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so vulnerable and tell you all my woes. It's that I'm willing to let down the shield and like drop from my head into my heart. That's where empathy lies. That's where true connection lies. And so when we're, whether we're making a business deal or whether we're just having a conversation with an employee, um, or a coworker. Those are the things where when we're in that place and out of ego, we're actually listening to what that person has to say. And I call it active listening or open-hearted listening because we're not listening so we can interrupt them and just say what we think. We're listening so we're actually, the goal is understanding and connection.